Hello everyone and thank you for tuning into the first episode of Feelings on Fashion. I'm your host, Brad Ashley, and today I'm going to be reflecting on the fashion industry and my place in it. So, some pretty deep stuff. The industry is a complex place, needless to say. As a consumer, the inner workings seem all but unknown, kind of like rocket science but with exquisite taste. And as a student, the whole thing just feels pretty overwhelming. Personally, I came to school with a pretty solid idea of what I wanted to be, something which I decided almost 10 years ago, and now, four months later, I'm looking into careers I didn't even know existed. But that's kind of the fun of it, right? The industry is so big and full, and yeah, it can be a lot, but that also means that there's a lot of opportunities. I mean, any career can intersect with fashion, from finance to law, and of course, media, which sounded glamorous until I learned it was the most competitive and least paid. But I digress, because that's what makes the fashion industry so amazing. Just like an expensive suit, I believe that one can tailor a role into the industry to fit them and their skills perfectly, which is kind of what I want to do. I remember the exact moment when I decided I wanted to go into fashion. Previously, I had been steadfast on becoming an astrophysicist after watching Neil deGrasse Tyson's show, Cosmos. But at nine years old, standing in a crowded Lululemon, I had had enough. I didn't understand why everything was so expensive when, to me, the models weren't even dressed that well. Um, not a single item of clothing in the store had dragons on it, which was unacceptable to me at the time, and still might be. <laughs> and as I stared at an image of a woman sprinting on a wall, a thought crossed my mind. If I could dress people for a living, if I could right this wrong and fill the world with dragon patterns, why shouldn't I? I rather loudly and embarrassingly explained my realizations to my mom and best friend and walked out of the store feeling fiery and powerful. Since then, I've just gone with it. I know I love fashion. There's nothing quite like that rush of confidence when you put on an outfit that just really works. And the industry has always been of interest to me. But saying that now, I realize that that was fully from a consumer's point of view. I think I'm now starting to grasp what the industry really is and what it really means to be part of it. I've learned it's much bigger, more demanding, and more flawed than I could have imagined. I've learned not only about the glamour, but the darkness behind it, and this has shaped my understanding of what my role is. I wanted to be a stylist, then a fashion journalist, and now I'm thinking of doing something with exports, but what I'm really realizing is that whatever role I do end up playing, it has to align with my personal beliefs. And yes, I know, this realization may sound a little basic. Of course everyone wants to have a job that they feel represents what they believe in, but with the industry being the second largest polluting industry in the world, beneath oil of all things, like how can something almost be as bad as oil, (laughs) and the world deteriorating, I think it's a necessity for anyone in fashion. If a change is going to happen, it needs to be driven by industry professionals and consumers in tandem. And this change should happen fast, too. According to the NASA Earth Observatory, an estimated 53 million people are living in drought-affected areas. The Earth needs water, obviously, but apparently so does the industry, as the World Bank cites that it uses on average 93 billion cubic meters of water per year, which is enough to meet the consumption needs of about 5 million of those people. If the industry could cut its water consumption down by half, hypothetically, of course, The needs of all 53 million people could be taken care of in 21.2 years, so well within our lifetime. 
And that's the effect that just one industry has on the world. I know that cutting down by half would be unheard of, but imagine multiple industries cutting down by a fraction of that. It might have a similar effect. Considering how close fashion is with under in other industries in the world, it's plausible. Crazy, wild, and maybe a bit naively hopeful, but plausible. And when you think about it, so much of the world is fashion. It employs 1.9 million people just in the US alone, and yet so little goes back into the earth or its citizens. As fashion designer Aaron Potts puts it, the light at the end of the tunnel isn't cliche, it's necessary. Speaking of, hypocrisy is a major problem in the industry as well. Many influencers will advertise sustainable living and then film hauls and wear clothes from notoriously iffy companies like Shein or Romwe. It's infuriating because sustainability really is so important. The culture of consumption is part of what's blocking out that light at the end of the tunnel that we need to get to. It is the basis of what we should be focusing on both as consumers and as members of the industry. Now, not to leave anyone on a cliffhanger, but I do have to make that money. So, a short commercial break. Do you like cheap, trendy clothes? That's right, cheap and trendy clothes, basically free. $1.99 for our patenting cruelty-free t-shirt, and only $4.99 for our totally ethically and sustainably made jeans that were made ethically and sustainably. It really is the deal of a lifetime. And don't wait, if you buy our jean and tea package, we will discount your order by five whole dollars. That's almost a 90% markdown, just don't do the math. So come on down to Billy's totally ethical clothing shop today. Buy one or 10 or 20. You personally will not be sorry as a consumer in a developed country for your purchase. <laughs> I just want to say again, thank you so much to Billy's totally ethical, sustainable clothing company for sponsoring me. And to you, dearest listener, go get yourself something nice yeah yeah something nice from billy's you deserve it i feel like i've spent a good while talking about the negative role of fashion in the world which isn't really fair it does a lot of amazing things as well and is really essential for expression i was doing some research on wgsn recently and i came across a future 2024 trend called no to normal this to me feels like what fashion is all about no to normal can be summed up as people uh, increasingly embracing a fuller spectrum of ways of being, from gender and sexuality to expectations related to age, ability, lifestyle, diet, and beauty standards, and then products following suit. Though this is considered a future trend, it is also something that has been essential to fa fashion since basically forever. Beyond just gender and sexuality, fashion is used to show what you like to do, or what you do, or what you like to feel like, or how you like to look, or how you like to feel like. Personally, I love fashion because of just that, because you can tell so much about someone by the, by the way they dress. It's about connections. And dressing in a way that makes you feel good about yourself really does improve the human condition. It allows you to express yourself free of any gender categorization or limitation. So where do I see myself in the future? Well, 
Whether I'm working as a stylist or writer at some sort of magazine, of course I hesitate to say Vogue because everyone says Vogue, but that would be amazing. Or I'm managing the exports and imports at a fashion house, I see my place being one of an advocate. An advocate for both the importance of the industry and the dangers behind it. An advocate for exposing the duality of such a beautiful line of work, because not enough people seem to be doing it. And even if my voice gets lost in the myriad of others, at least it's out there. Maybe one day I'll be in a powerful enough position where I can directly cause change, instead of merely chipping away at it. But for now, my focus is on just getting out there. And boy, am I excited to just get out there. I sincerely hope you enjoyed this discussion of the industry and my place in it once I survive finals, of course. If I survive finals, that is. Anyways, thank you so much for listening to episode one of Feelings on Fashion. I'm your host, Brett Ashley, wishing you an amazing night, day, month, and year.